Today's episode is brought to you by Freedom Project Academy. Take back your kids' education. FPA's fully accredited classical curriculum provides live, on-demand, and homeschool courses built on Judeo-Christian values. Request your information packet and save 10% on tuition by visiting freedomforschool.com. That's freedom, F-O-R, school.com. This is The Dr. Duke Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Dr. Duke Show. I am Dr. Duke, and I am joined today of our good friend, our vagabond good friend, Jake Jacobs, down on the Arizona border. Jake, how are you? Uh, great, Duke. Great. How are you doing? Good. Looking forward to our weekly segment together. And uh, yep. this is a big, juicy story, Jake, that you picked up, and it's one that we should have talked about, uh, should talk about a lot. Uh, so now we're at the point where not only do men make better women, right? We talk about uh, these, tr these men who, uh, who transform themselves into women, at least in their imaginations. Uh, we now have actual women being assaulted for daring to stand up to them. And I'm sure most of you know who Riley Gaines is. She is a former uh, big-time college swimmer. Uh, she was uh, a champion many times over. Uh, that wasn't until she was uh, swimming against a dude, and there's the dude. And I want you to take a look at that picture, right? She is about the best Collegiate, uh, collegiate swimmer in the country. Uh, her opponent there, Leah Thompson, who used to be a, who is a man. I forget what his actual William, perhaps name. Will. Uh, Will. 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 That's right. Yeah. Look at the size of him. Right. They say biology doesn't matter. Look at the shoulders. Look at the power in the legs, and look at the arm reach. You're telling me that Leah Thomas, Will Thomas doesn't have an outrageous physical advantage in a pool where you need the kind of musculature that you have as a man to move so much more quicker through the water than women generally can. And so uh, this now uh, is the reality, and I think most of you know that at home, but this has got, this took a turn, right? Uh, Riley Gaines is now on the, the promotion tour. She's going to colleges, she's going to, to organizations to talk about how women, women are being co-opted and canceled by men who are pretending to be women. And we have a situation here where uh, I know some of us know that at uh, San Francisco State University about a week and a half ago, Riley was there. She was attacked. She was threatened. She was physically attacked, as the video shows us. Take a look. She had to be whisked away uh, to, for her own safety. And watch this. I see a lot of black faces screaming for liberation and freedom who are sh shouting down the white girl with horrible, horrible epithets that if we're directed at them, it would be a hate crime. You know what? Riley Gaines has more cojones than this William uh, Thomas has. By the way, I don't call him Leah. The he pretending to be a she. That is William, William, uh, what's his last name again? Thomas. William Thomas, yeah, and she shows that she has more strength of character, more cojones than that lightweight. And I'm glad she's speaking out for women's rights. I mean, she's absolutely on the fine cutting edge of defending women's rights in the United States of America as the Biden administration attacks women's rights. 
Yeah, and according to the story, then of course these stories always have to say uh, alleged until it's proven, but you've seen the video for yourself. At this event, trans activists allegedly assaulted Gaines, surrounded her, forcing her to barricade herself in a locked room for her own safety. And at one point, protesters demanded that she pay them pay the money for safe passage out of the building. So they, they are following in the wake of their Black Lives Matter brother and sister and by making money off of this. That's the main reason. But you can see what's going on here. And the other thing that I find very, very disturbing, you had enough police there, not only to escort Riley to safety, but to push back against some of those more intim intimidating and space-violating protesters. But of course, that never happens anymore either. It seems like the police are absolutely crippled and handicapped, especially when they're dealing with progressive uh, riots, they can't dare push back. So the best they can do is half-heartedly protect the aggrieved, but meanwhile, the mob seems to get its way. Yeah, remember, this is, this is not true classic liberalism or classic republicanism that believes in the free exchange of ideas, the respectful exchange of ideas. This is leftist fascism at its worst. What you saw was a militancy, a demanding, dictating militancy that is hell-bent on attacking any semblance of traditional Judeo-Christian values, of common sense, of biology, of factual, biological reality between men and women. They live in a perverted, anything-goes world. And, of course, are we surprised that it's in San Francisco, the birthplace of wokeism? Well, of course, what happened was is that the complicit media in this uh, country decided to take the side of the protesters, suggested that the protesters were peaceful, and that was a bridge too far for Riley Gaines. And what she did is she wrote a letter, and it reads like this, quote, I'm sorry, did you just say peaceful? I was assaulted. I was extorted and held for random. Uh, ransom. The, presser, the protesters demanded I pay them if I wanted to make it home safely. I missed my flight home because I was barricaded in the classroom. We must have different definitions of peaceful. And that seems like a very accurate and concise response. Jake, how do you think the educrats, the administration at San Francisco State, San Francisco State University, how do you think they responded to the this, this relative civility and the fact-telling of Riley Gaines? How do you think they responded in San Francisco? Well, they must have embraced her and supported her and endorsed her and wanted to protect her if they were the good liberals of San Francisco. But you have another story? Well, Jake, I got to tell you, all those feminists at the university, all those we are women, we're hear us roar people, all of those women's studies programs at San Francisco State, would you be surprised to learn that not one of them supported Riley? In fact, high-level uh, administrators actually wrote back and took the side of the protesters. Take a look at the, the face and the, the writings of one of these administrators. There she is, Jamila Moore, vice president of all things of student affairs, and she is the enrollment manager. How would you like to, what do you think your chances are of getting into San Francisco State if your kid is white and uh, male, uh, with, with her running the enrollment program? But flash for us, Mike, our, our trusty producer. This is what she wrote after Riley pointed out correctly that she was the victim. Uh, Jamila said the following. Today, San Francisco State finds itself again at the center of a national discussion regarding freedom of speech and expression. Let me begin by saying clearly, the trans community 
is welcome. That's your first priority, right? The trans community is welcome and belongs at San Francisco State University. There should be a parenthesis there that says, regardless of how violent or censorous they get, further, further, our community fiercely believes in unity, connection, care and compassion yeah and where miss uh, miss jamila where did you see that in the pro in the ask the uh, behavior of the protesters she goes on to say right uh we value different ideas yeah that was clearly on on, on parade there even when they are not our own san francisco Cisco state is regularly noted as one of the most diverse campuses in the united states this is, and we know what that means, Jake, right? That there are very, fewer and fewer white folk there to be in the way. We'll go back again in a moment and look at the rest of the letter, but I, I really do wanna, before we get too far into it, hear your comments on this. Well, first of all, it's, it's really, it's come to fruition. It's Herbert Marcuse, who, as you know, was li living in California back in the day. He was the professor teacher of Angela Davis, who was at UC Santa Cruz. This has destroyed the California education system. San Francisco, San Diego, Los Angeles. What's really interesting is the San Francisco feminists of 1972 were cheering on Title IX. They were cheering on defensive women, girls in sports and many other activities in relationship to education. And then the Biden administration through what was it, Executive Order 14021, did a perversion of the language of the original Title IX from 1972 to now include sexual orientation and sexual identity. God forbid, in original historical context, the Democrats have distorted, discombobulated uh, Title uh, uh, IX. Yeah, and so what we saw in the, even the first beginning paragraph of that letter uh, from Jamila Moore, it's all about how woke they are, how inclusive they are, how diverse, how the trans people are welcome. Not a single word, not one about what happened, about the violence, the threats, the intimidation, the shakedown, the bribery, all of that. Not to, completely ignored. And I'll go back and see what we've got coming up. Thank you, then, the second paragraph. Thank you to our students who participated peacefully in Thursday evening's event. You saw the video. You saw one small clip of the video. In what sense can we call that peaceful? Thank you to our students who participated peacefully in Thursday evening's event. It took tremendous bravery for the protesters, hundreds of them, to shout down one young little girl, right, young woman. It took tremendous bravery to stand in a challenging space. I am proud of the moments where we listened and asked insightful questions, yeah, with posters and screams. I am also proud of the moments when our students demonstrated the value of free speech and their right to protest peacefully. There's that word again. These issues do not go away and the values are very much at our core. Where do you see anywhere? And the next, the final paragraph doesn't mention, Riley Gaines doesn't match, mention any of this. This was her response. It's worse than insulting, Jake. It is an absolute Soviet lie. And by the way, I think it's interesting because you're starting to see a schism within the LGB community saying the T has become incredibly fascistic to the point where they're denying lesbians are nervous about definitions with between gender and sex and and all so they recognize that there is some there's a wedge a schism being created within that community and a lot of them are trying to say let's get rid of the T I think this is hilarious well the problem is Jake of course we've been people on our side have been saying it for a long time there really isn't 
serious, valid evidence that any of this stuff is biologically mandated. We, we just don't know. Maybe, but maybe not. We don't have any definitive truth about that. Nevertheless, so the problem with the trans community for the rest of the LGP, LGB people is that they've been telling us you must embrace every aspect of homosexuality because that's a biological imperative people can't help themselves okay first of all you told us that 10 years ago 12 years ago when gay marriage became legal that was the reason so many people validated now people on your left lg lgb people are now saying it's all just opinion it's feelings that your biological sex, your chromosomes, your genes don't mean anything. So what the trans community is basically saying, it's not just heterosexuality that's invalid, it's gay, bi, and lesbian people as well. Because the only thing that they will brook is you are, set, you are what you pretend to be, you feel to be, that biological sex is meaningless. So this is undercutting. Think about being a part of the LGB community and you fought for these rights that you really didn't deserve in many yep. ways. And now within the space of six months or a year and a half, those very rights have been undercut by idiots to your left who are even more devoid from reality than you are. Saturn eating his own children. I love to see them destroying each other. And the perversion, once again, of either the Constitution or the, uh, the Civil Rights Act of 1972 that dealt with the defending women's rights, uh, it's come to roost. And these, these, uh, these leftists, they're aware of it. The LG and the B are freaking out about the T. Well, when the, the, sane, the sane majority of Americans actually took the side of Riley and complained and, and the conservative outlets really ran the story, it's interesting. Rather than admit that there's something else going on, Jamila Moore blocked Riley Gaines on social media. So rather than deal with the legitimate concerns of Riley, they, th there she is. She just froze her off of her social media. And take a look at uh, the final response from Riley here. Well, the woman who released the statement following the riot where I was verbally and physically assaulted at SFSU, F SFSU, to which she called peaceful, has now blocked me. I guess it's easier for her to ignore me than to denounce violence against women. Amen. That's if you remember one thing from this segment, it's got to be that. Riley Gaines, for these radical leftist black female administrators, all about the struggle, all about systemic racism and bigotry against women, against gays, here is her response to that. According to Riley, it's exactly right. She cares more about what than me. She doesn't care about me. She doesn't care about social justice doesn't want to talk about this. That's the lie of all of this, Jake. It's 100% hypocrisy. I'll give you the last word on this story. Yeah, it's, it's why I don't call them true liberals. They're illiberal. They're acting in fascistic manner, and therefore they're nothing about uh, justice. They're not true advocates of justice. They're, they're despotic advocates of injustice or injustice. Still to come, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, another African-American, another minority being targeted by the left. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas fights back after a leftist publication accuses him of taking gifts from a wealthy Republican donor. We're talking about that right around the corner. Another example, Jake Jacobs, my guest, of how the left, particularly the minority left, 
right? African-American, female, white, liberal. Uh, these people who are supposed to be the most victimized peace people in the world, when they encounter people who look like them, who are conservative, suddenly all that bona fide, those leftist bona fides go out the window. And so this is another story that you picked for us, Jake, about how Clarence Thomas absolutely destroys with logic this leftist hit piece. Think about the a matter, a matter of, of just garbage that has been flung at Clarence Thomas for the last 30 years. And when you think about this and you, you see how the left goes after them, then the left turns around and then persecutes these people. It, it really is um, Orwellian. The, 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 the optics of this are so bad. If we had anything like an honest media in this country, th nobody would be a progressive. But alas, we don't. Go ahead, Jake. Well, Duke, you know, it's interesting that uh, if you go back to 1987 when Ted Kennedy and Joe Biden destroyed Robert Bork, and now we have the term Borked as far as destroying a, a, a judicial appointee, and then in 1991, George H.W. Bush appointed Clarence Thomas to the Supreme Court, and it was Joe Biden at the Senate committee, uh, Judicial Committee hearing, that attacked Clarence Thomas for believing in natural law. And there's a worldview war going on here. These leftists, these are not true classic liberals, but these leftists, they despise the Judeo-Christian worldview. They despise what the Declaration of Independence says is the laws of nature and nature's God, where our creator, the source of not only our life and our liberty, but but the source of law, natural law, God's law. And he's also called the supreme judge of the world in the declaration. Leftists, these wokocrats, they despise that Judeo-Christian foundation of our nation. And therefore, they'll go after anybody who's traditional, conservative, Christian, who adheres to natural law. I mean, Martin Luther King believed in natural law. He talked about uh, Aquinas and Augustine talking about um, that man's laws must jive with or align with God's laws. You can see that in letters from a Birmingham jail. And so the whole point here is what, if you pull back the curtain, what you see is an attack upon the very foundation of our republic, the institutions of our republic. Look at how they went after Amy Coney Barrett, right? A law professor at Notre Dame who believed in natural law, uh, a Catholic canonical law, who understood that the foundation of the nation is Judeo-Christian. They went after her. They tried to destroy her. She adopts two kids from Jamaica, and Ibrahim Kendi calls her a white colonizer. They have to destroy their reputation. They tried to destroy Gorsuch. Remember? You will rule the day, Chuck Schumer said. And then they went after Kavanaugh, where the women upon women were lying about him sexually harassing them. And it's interesting to note, you know what they all had in common? Their belief in the Judeo-Christian or Christian civilization, Western civilization values that leftists despise. And therefore, they've been trying to destroy Clarence Thomas for over 30 years. And Joe Biden was leading that back in 1991. Joe's always been a racist, still is. But we go back to, uh, you mentioned the, the contentious confirmation hearing of, of Judge uh, Clarence Thomas. We actually have some video from that day. Take a look. This is a circus. It's a national disgrace. And from my standpoint, as a black American, as far as I'm concerned, it is a high-tech lynching for uppity blacks who in any way deign to think for themselves to do for themselves, to have different ideas. And it is a message 
that unless you kowtow to an old order, this is what will happen to you. You will be lynched, destroyed, caricatured by a committee of the U.S. U.S. Senate rather than hung from a tree. Now, of course, this is the ProPublica liberal rag that, that spread this calumny. It reported that Thomas accepted paid travel expenses, including flights, stays on a yacht, and other accommodations from real estate magnate and billionaire Republican donor Harlan Crow. The report acknowledged that those who were interviewed for the report confirmed that the men were, quote, genuine friends. So these were friends well before any of this stuff had happened. They had been friends. And so, but, but now the ProPublica admitted that and then still accused him of impropriety. That Thomas had accepted these gifts for decades, the report said, before admitting, quote, that there are few restrictions on what gifts justice can accept. So there, throughout this, this screed, the left is counterbatting. They're making the accusation, pause, but maybe not, accusation but maybe not. And of course, you know what the rest of the media did. They ignored all that and they basically found him guilty without any evidence. Luke, the New Republic, as you know, is a left-wing rag mag, right? The title from April 10th of the New Republic said, Democrats need to destroy Clarence Thomas's reputation. Reputation. They said, make him a metaphor for the insidious far right. They said, we can't impeach him, but what we can do is go after him like Joe Biden did in 91, destroy his reputation, and therefore hopefully destroy the Judeo-Christian worldview that he carries with him, his belief in natural law, God's law, and proper adjudication based upon original intent and the actual words of the founders in their historical context, legal context. And that's why they're trying to destroy him. You and I both know that. Well, we do have the great man's own words. How, how did Clarence Thomas respond to this? And by the way, ever since this response, the left has fallen largely quiet, not surprisingly. Quote, as friends do, we have joined them on a number of family trips during the more than a quarter century we have known them. Early in my tenure at the court, I sought guidance from my colleagues and others in the judiciary and was advised that this sort of personal hospitality from close personal friends who do not have business before the court, I repeat, who do not have business before the court, was not reportable. I have endeavored to follow that counsel throughout my tenure and have always sought to comply with the disclosure guidelines. These guidelines are now being changed as the committee of the judicial conference responsible for financial disclosure for the entire federal judiciary just this past month announced new guidance. And it is, of course, my intent now to follow new guidance as it comes down the road. Bingo. Right. That's a huge. Well, I mean, you can't even he so elegant, so restrained. You and I would be having all sorts of blurred out words. We'd be we'd be really over, we'd be all over the place. He's calm as a cucumber. And you know what? There's no way you can answer with any of that if you're on Duke, the left. I I would highly recommend your audience watch his documentary called Created Equal. I showed it to my students in January of, of 2021, and then Amazon canceled it during Black History Month because they did not want a uh, an American conservative Blacks values, an ex-Marxist who embraced Roman Catholicism and the Judeo-Christian worldview. They did not want the youth of America to understand the brilliance of Clarence Thomas and why we love and, and support him so. 
Yet you can't kick him off. You can't get him indicted for war crimes or, or, or uh, bribery crimes. But what you can do if you're Amazon is you know, just block his work. That's the best you can do, right? Way to go left. Yeah. And that's going to wrap up this show. If you have any questions, comments, or you want to support this show, simply visit drdukeshow.com. For all of us here and for the great Dr. Jake, we want to say thank you. Keep watching, and we'll see you next time. Ciao.